Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to bet on all the big games in sports? Well, I have fantastic news for you. Bet Online, our partners, they remain the number one source for all your football betting needs this season and basketball betting needs this season and everything in between that you need, it's there at Bet Online. You can bet your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf in addition to. And oh, by the way, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus right now with your first deposit. Make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's BELIEVE, B L E A V. Bet online where the game starts. Did you know that my hot tub came from global leaders in the hot tub industry and their hot tub did not? That's a fact. Look it up. Did you know that my hot tub was built in the United States with the highest standard of quality control? Yeah, their hot tub is out of control. Did you know that my hot tub has factory direct pricing, comes with customer service support seven days a week, has an extensive warranty, and offers free shipping to your home, and came with an incredible financing plan? Yep, you guessed it. Sorry, their hot tubs simply don't. When it comes time for you to choose the right hot tub for you and your family, remember, there's my hot tub, and there's their hot tub. Smart shoppers choose My Hot Tub every time. MyHotTub.com. Experience the difference in person and visit their showroom in Destiny, USA, or visit them online at MyHotTub.com. Why go with their hot tub when you can go with My Hot Tub? MyHotTub.com. Hi, this is Cal Ripken Jr., and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter is back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by our great friends at Elevate Fitness of Syracuse, Welch & Company Jewelers, MyHotTub.com, and Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State Tax Efficient Retirement Planning. Go with Brian today. He's on LinkedIn and on Facebook, and of course, Advisors.MassMutual.com. Brian Conboy is the official financial advisor of the ML Sports Platter, and a huge tip of the cap thank you as well to our friends of the platform, uh, Robert Swan and his family, uh, the Whitaker family, of course, Daryl Abert, Bob Lindsley, and the Alonzo family, Janice Byron, Tino, and Irvin. All right, let's get into this right here uh, with SU football. Um, listen, it, it was fun while it lasted. I, It was so hard because I was kind of caught in the middle. When they were 6-0, I was caught in the middle. I was just sitting there saying on the good side, hey, they're undefeated. Even if they go 500 the rest of the way, it's still a nine-win season. We've seen a lot out of this team, even though the injuries are hitting and all these different things. You know, you, you, you looked at it, and there was plenty, obviously, to feel good about. I mean, my goodness, they were 6-0, and right? You know, they're ranked and ranked high. Um, you know, then they go into the Clemson game, and they basically give that game away in, in, in a way. I mean, I know Clemson fought uh, as well, but let's not kid ourselves here. I mean, this is a, a, a team that is not – and we just saw them get thumped at Notre Dame. I mean, this is a team that they were undefeated before that game. You know, they were undefeated going to the Syracuse game, but they were not one of the best teams in the country. This is not your typical Clemson team because the quarterback, now he had played fairly well before that, but um, DJ Uyunglele, you know, they got a, they, they knocked him out of the game with bad play. They had four turnovers. I mean, if they, if they, if they, if they convert one of those turnovers, 
one more turnover into a score, Syracuse wins the game. And you get Clemson down double digits, you get all those turnovers, you need to win that football game. And they didn't. Then you go to the Notre Dame game. Tone was set. Pick six, first play. Couldn't stop the run. Um, erratic play all over the place. Injuries galore all over the place yet again. And then they lose an absolute dud against Pittsburgh on the road. They did not have, obviously, as we know, um, uh, Garrett Schrader in this game. Uh, Garrett Williams out for the year. I mean, I understand guys are missing here, but can we please talk about Israel Labanaconda not playing the starting running back for Pittsburgh? Can we talk about Pittsburgh being a 500 football team going into this game? Can we talk about that a little bit? Can we talk about erratic, awful quarterback play for the majority of the year? Like, really? Their offensive line is not that good? What in the world, Syracuse football? So now the question has to remain, right? Because it's happened in years past with Dino Babers' teams, you know, is this team going to win another football game? You know, is this team going to win another football game? They have Florida State, 8 o'clock this Saturday. They go at Wake Forest and then at Boston College. Now, Boston College is dreadful. Boston College is 2-7. and seven. Boston College has no offensive weapons. Boston College's offensive line and defensive line, they're awful. They are not good in coverage. They're terrible on third down. I mean, I can go on and on about this BC team, really. I mean, they are a horrible football team. That is just all there is to it. You know, they're 2-7 and seven on the year as I record this. They've lost to Rutgers, Vatek, Florida State, Clemson, Wake, UConn, Duke. The only two wins that they have are Maine and freaking Louisville, which Louisville right now has got to be looking at that going, what the heck, how do we lose to that team? I mean, Louisville's a 6-3 and three team, and they've kind of rebounded since they lost in Week 1 at Syracuse, really. I mean, they beat Wake Forest when Wake was a top-10 team, right? Um, you know, they got the big win over Virginia and Pittsburgh before that, right? I mean, they've kind of rebounded here at 6-3, and three, and they have a chance. I mean, they got a tough rest of the way here uh, at Clemson and NC State at home and at Kentucky, but Louisville's kind of turned their season around. I mean, maybe they can win one of those three, and if you're 7-5, and five, if I'm a Louisville fan, I'm pretty happy with that. Um, I didn't expect Louisville to be as bad as they were in week one. I guess maybe I just didn't research them enough. Um, I always liked Malik Cunningham as a, as a hybrid guy. He's super dangerous, um, but you know what? Uh, they lost and looked terrible at Syracuse, and now they rebounded a little bit. Well, one of their losses is Boston College. Boston College is a terrible football team. The way Syracuse has swooned in November under the in, in, you know during the Dino Babers era, I would tell you that I don't have any confidence in this team winning against Florida State. I have no confidence in them beating Wake Forest. I would tell you that I think that this team. Um, will beat Boston College and finish 7-5, and five, which is going to be all, all really, really disappointing. Um, I know what p- some people are thinking, like, dude, I'm listening to you right now, and you picked this team to go 4-8. and eight. That is absolutely true. Even at 7-5, and five, they would have exceeded my expectations. Winning seven games, going to a bowl game, I would have signed up for that at the start of the year. But folks, make no mistake about it. This is sports, okay? Narratives change. It happens all the time. You go into a season, don't expect a ton. All of a sudden you arrive, certain things start to take place. Expectations change, right? Tables get flipped. Uh, uh, Poker chips get, you know, moved to the center of the table all of a sudden. Like things change. Narratives change in sports. Syracuse started 6-0. And at that particular point, you know, I didn't get crazy with, oh, you know, ACC champions. And uh, I didn't get nuts like that. I just thought to myself, K 
can they hang on in, in November? A, 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 a month that's just been cruel to them. End of October, all of November in the past, it's been brutal. And they ended October with two losses. They start November with another loss. And now they have three more games in the month of November. And I just have gone from picking Syracuse literally in every single game except, I think, Clemson, um, you know, to now feeling like I used to with the Babers teams in November because I just don't trust them. And, you know, the play calling has been suspect. The Robert and I offensive coordinator has gone away from the ground game. Sean Tucker is your best player still to this day. I'm pretty sure, <laughs> you know, why isn't he getting the ball more, especially in a game against Pittsburgh where it's an, you know, backyard slugfest. He had 10 carries. I mean, what the hell is that? He had two receptions for three yards and he had 10 carries. That's 12 touches total, 22 total yards from scrimmage. Sean Tucker's your best player. You need to be giving him the ball more. That's just all there is to it. He needs to get more carries. And, you know, look, the injuries don't help. I understand that. But what I saw still was the Syracuse Orange having, you know, Sean Tucker in the game. Right? They still had, uh, you know, Marlo Wax. They still had Jihad Carter, who, by the way, what a year he's having. Ten total tackles, four were solo. And... You know, he was just really, really, really impressive. Um, you know, had an interception. He was all over the place. You know, they still had Michael Jones. They still had Caleb Okachukwu. I mean, it, you know, come on. You know, and, and again, like I said, they played against a team that didn't have their starting running back in Israel Abanaconda, a guy who the offense revolves around. Well, guess what Pittsburgh did? Pittsburgh did not deviate from their plans. They did not deviate away from the offensive DNA. They handed it right to Rodney Hammond Jr., 28 carries for 124 yards, 4.4 on the average, and a touchdown. Okay? Sean Tucker should have gotten the ball at least 20 times. Especially without your starting quarterback in Garrett Schrader. Carter Del Carlos Del Rio Wilson was horrible. 8 for 23, 120 yards, missing people left and right. He gets super flustered when he's under pressure. It was just a horrible game for him. And, you know, I don't know if Garrett Schrader is going to be playing any more football the rest of this year. You know, I can tell you this, Garrett Williams is probably done in a Syracuse uniform because he'll, you know, want to recap, uh, recoup, excuse me, from the ACL and then just probably declare for the NFL draft. Um, you know, we've seen that act before. And so, you know, I just, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm really disappointed in Syracuse right now. I really am. Um, now, they could turn around, right? They could. Um, but I'm not, you know, holding my breath because this is a team that absolutely positively uh, is just in utter shambles right now. And with their history, with their head coach, with the injuries, with the competition, this is the Syracuse football team I thought we'd see, you know, throughout the year. Now, if they go seven and five, even it still exceeds expectations. I understand they could have won five games. And it would have exceeded my expectations because I picked them four and eight. But like I noted earlier, this is a team that, you know, flipped the narrative. And th that happens in sports. And I'm okay with the narrative flipping and feeling like now it's a disappointment because that's how it works. That's how sports work. Okay, that's it. I'm going to have more on Syracuse and Florida State this week and a little bit more on that pit game. 
Uh, coming up next, this is the ML Sports Platter brought to you by Burn Dairy. Head on over to Burn Dairy today. Gas up your vehicle, grab the chocolate milk for the kids, grab the donuts, grab the delicious, delicious wraps, pizza, and more at Burn Dairy, and you can gas up your vehicle as well. We're also brought to you by Stanley Law Offices, your State Farm agent, Matt Graham, and our terrific friends at the Syracuse Fitness Store. I'm going to get into more SU football next. Did you know that my hot tub came from global leaders in the hot tub industry and their hot tub did not? That's a fact. Look it up. Did you know that my hot tub was built in the United States with the highest standard of quality control? Yeah, their hot tub is out of control. Did you know that my hot tub has factory direct pricing, comes with customer service support seven days a week, has an extensive warranty, and offers free shipping to your home, and came with an incredible financing plan? Yep, you guessed it. Sorry, their hot tubs simply don't. When it comes time for you to choose the right hot tub for you and your family, remember, there's my hot tub, and there's their hot tub. Smart shoppers choose My Hot Tub every time. MyHotTub.com. Experience the difference in person and visit their showroom in Destiny, USA, or visit them online at MyHotTub.com. Why go with their hot tub when you can go with My Hot Tub? MyHotTub.com. Back with you here on the ML Sports Platter. Make sure you download, subscribe, rate, and review where you get podcasts on your smartphone device. Hughes is also getting manhandled at the line of scrimmage. I mean, I think we've seen that now the last, really, two weeks and change. I probably would would say that they, they started out strong against Clemson and held their own, but then eventually they really got worn down and, you know, they got manhandled up front by Notre Dame. I mean, absolutely manhandled. And I saw some SU fans say like, oh, well, they were running the ball just straight up the gut, straight up the Notre Dame ran it all over the place. They ran it on the outside. They ran it up the middle. They ran it all over. And it just was an ugly, ugly performance in the trenches. And then this week against Pittsburgh, a lot of this game was also won in the trenches. I mean, time of possession, all those different things that, you know, we – we, uh, you know, pay attention to in, in games that are just a little uglier than others. Um, you know, they, they were, uh, Pittsburgh made the difference in my opinion, in a couple different categories, they were able to extend drives on third down. They were seven of 16 on third Syracuse was three of 14 total yards, three thirty-seven to one forty-five. A lot of that came on the ground. A lot of that came in the trenches, right? Um, you know, turnover wise, Syracuse won the turnover battle. I mean, amazingly enough, they didn't turn the ball over. Pittsburgh did twice. Um, And here's a big, 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 big number, okay? When you have to win a game that's a slugfest, you need to have your time of possession in your favor. And they did that. They had 36-45 in time of possession, Syracuse 23-15. That's a significant, significant difference. And that really helped Syracuse uh, lose this football game. Now, fast forward here as I wrap up uh, with the game against Florida State at the Dome. I'll be there working stats for ESPN. It'll be a late one. Uh, takes me back to my hosting post-game days on Central New York Radio. Uh-huh. But uh, th- this is going to be a very, very tough test for Syracuse because Florida State, again, four- and five-star guys, bigger, uh, faster, stronger, in the trenches, Florida State's healthier. Florida State's playing better football by far than Syracuse right now. I watched a chunk of that game against Miami this past weekend, and Florida State just right from the get-go 
annihilated the Hurricanes. I mean, if you're a Florida State fan and you're beating Miami by 42, you got to be pretty happy. Florida State this year is 6-3. and three. They started out strong 4-0. By the way, this is a team that beat LSU. Okay, this is a good football team. They're not a great football team. They're not, you know, what they were under Bobby Bowden or any of that stuff. They're not any of that. They don't have, you know, Peter Warwick or Deion Sanders or, you know, Peter Bulware or, or you know, Warwick Dunn or William Floyd or any of these guys running out of that tunnel anytime soon. However, hey, they're 6-3. and three. They hung with Clemson. They should have beaten NC State, right? They were right there, one possession game for a long time with, with Wake Forest, lost that game. And they beat LSU and they beat Louisville, who's six and three, who I just talked about. So, you know, and they've won the last two games by a combined 86 to 19. This Florida State team right now is playing extremely confident. I think they're going to win out, you know, and that's a great year, I think, for them at nine and three. Mike Norvell and company, they're trying to figure this thing out. Um, but a lot of the reason they're playing great football is because they have a balanced offensive attack, they're a complete football team. And they're getting, you know, they're getting uh, turnovers at the right time. And guys, some of these guys are overachieving on this team too. You know, I mean, they've they've gotten a lot of great play out of Jordan uh, Travis. Um, they've, you know, the quarterback who was efficient. He only threw it twelve times against Miami. He did have the one pick, but he's been pretty efficient for the most part. Managed the game. He can run it. He can throw it. Uh, Trey Benson. I mean, Trey Benson had fifteen carries and one hundred twenty-eight yards and two touchdowns against Miami. He's a sophomore. You know, the Mississippi native, I think he's overachieved this year. I really do. Um, he's he's really run the ball well. I didn't see this coming out of Trey Benson. And I follow Florida State pretty closely because, um, you know, my sister went to grad school there and got part of her PhD there. Um, you know, I'm still waiting for game breakers. You know, I'm still waiting for, um, you know, wide receivers who can completely tear up the opposition. You know, I'm waiting for some of those guys. Um you know, to, to get back, um, it, it, you know, in, in a Noel uniform and, and, and just be game-breaking type players, you know, like Peter Warwick, you know, those kind of guys where they could just go ahead and just basically get anybody, you know, they, they wanted. Um, you know, they don't have those guys right now, and, 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 and they're a little ways away from getting them because I think that they've got to develop this thing. But, like, remember the, back in the day, Lavernius Coles? Remember Kelvin Benjamin? You know, remember Rashad Green? Remember Fred Malitnikoff? Way, way, way back. Remember Anquan Bolden? You know, remember Peter Warwick? You know, I mean, the, 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 those kind of guys, man, have come through the Florida State program. Um, so far, though, Tefilly, Wilson, and company have done a fairly decent job. You know, Tefilly's a sophomore from St. Petersburg, Florida, Um He's been getting better every game. He's six foot, 190 pounds. You know, he can go up and get it. Soft hands. Okay. Ontario Wilson. So far, so good. He's a senior, though, right? This sophomore class with Benson to Philly, um, and and obviously, uh, is Jordan Travis a sophomore or a junior? I can't remember. He's a junior. Okay. But still, he'll be back next year. He ain't going to the NFL. He's not good enough for that. But you get these guys back next year off a nine and three season and a pretty good bowl. Maybe Florida State can kind of turn this thing around here quicker than we thought. And like I said, they're going to have a lot of advantages on Syracuse because they're healthier, bigger, faster, stronger. Uh, they're playing way better football at the at the moment. Again, that can change any week in college football. But those are the things that are going into the advantage of Florida State. Now, if Syracuse can win this football game, the season has been kind of saved, I think, because if they win, all of a sudden you're 7-3. and three. 
Um, you know, you're, you, you've got two games left. The Wake Forest game is going to be an awfully tall order, but you have Boston College just waiting for you. So if you can win this game, I think I'm not going to say you guarantee an 8-4 and four record, but I think it looks pretty good for an 8-4 and four record, which certainly looks better on the overall docket than 7-5, and five, right? Especially after you start 6-0. and oh. You'd be going 2-4 and four in your final 6, not 1-5. Not Maybe it's not called the November swoon. Maybe we come up with another name for it. But this would be a, a huge win for Syracuse to get back. I just don't see it right now. I'm going to pick Florida State in this game. Lower scoring game. You know, I think they're going to run the football pretty well against Syracuse. SU's run defense just can't can't hold its own. And I think it's like a 28, I'd probably go 20, a 30, a 30 to 20 game. Florida State gets it done against Syracuse. This is the first time I'm picking against Syracuse and, you know, since the Clemson game. And I, you know, picked against them uh, in the first, you know, going into the first week against Louisville. And then I picked them basically every game until Clemson. And then after that, I mean, I even picked them against Notre Dame because I just thought they'd rebound and play fairly well. And now, you know, this is a, uh, this is a situation where, uh, you know, Syracuse has got their proverbial backs against the wall. And uh, let's see what happens here at the Dome this weekend. Thanks for listening to the ML Sports Platter. I'm Mike Lindsley. Hit me on Twitter, at Mike L Sports with a follow. And my YouTube page, go subscribe and like all those videos as well, Mike L Sports. You can download, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast where you get shows on your smartphone device. We are brought to you by Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, Ken's Auto Detailing, the Syracuse Fitness Store, Jam and Beats, and our great friends at Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company. Hey, if you're in and around Victor, New York, Rochester area, unbelievable place. Um, you can go to the Stumbling Monkey. You can join the Mug Club. Uh, you, you get 18.5-ounce mug uh, for larger pours every day, uh, one free pour per month, complimentary pour for new beers on weekend of release, and you get money off on growler fills as well. Their beers are incredible. They've got the Red Ale. They've got the Oatmeal Stout. They've got all the IPAs. they got your favorite sours. The, Mo- the, uh, the Mojo Cream Ale is now on tap. They've got the amazing, amazing, amazing seltzers there as well. It's all there. Crawlers, growlers, and on tap. Before your visit, go to stumblingmonkeybeer.com, grab some swag, and go to the official brewery of the ML Sports Platter, Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company. This is the ML Sports Platter, and as I always tell you, enjoy the games. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.